Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. They came in once and they're like, do you want to go to a tickle party, Betis? And I was like, a tickle party? I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, and I'm like, I mean, it sounds fun. Like, yeah, it does sound bad. I was working that night. So I'm like, I said, you know, I think maybe I won't. <laughs> but thank you for the invite. Oh, and I've always wondered, like, what is a t- what do they, I mean, I think I know what they do at the tickle party, but I'm like, always like, if I had gone, that probably would have been the kinkiest thing I had ever done. But I, I did not go. And I wonder, like, if they were more attractive, would I have said yes? Oh, hell yeah. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by J-Dub and Jamie (laughs) Iglesias. Our guest today is the one and only Pamela Primrose. J-Dub, how are you today? I'm good. I've been reading about spontaneous combustion. Yes. Google it, though. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, great. Hey, you're uh, not supposed to talk during the, the, the first part. It's all right, Justin. <laughs> uh, don't, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah. Hey, please do not strike the guest. Uh, all right. Uh, Jim A. Tight how, ship over here. Look, let's just start over. How about <laughs> that? All right. Hi. Coming back in. Hi. Hi hello. hello. You. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is all staying in, you son of a. <laughs> Jamie, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? You are amazing. <laughs> Speaking of being amazing, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode. the show today we have the beautiful pamela primrose she is one of jamie's first bookings it first booking jamie your first booking on the show oh yes yes yeah yeah jamie's first booking on the show super first booking that showed up <laughs> yeah right. oh yeah true yeah <laughs> finally uh, a success yep nailed it um but super excited to get into it really gonna be a lot of fun so pamela thank you so much for being on the show super excited to have you here but before we get started i would just like to ask what movie do you think is better, The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? I'll say Part 2. You will say Part 2 because that is the correct answer. <laughs> Isn't that right, Justin? It is not right, but go on. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Pam uh, Pam or Pamela, which one do you prefer? Either's fine. Either's fine. Very nice. Uh, okay, Pam. And then Cheetos, Crunchy or Puff? Crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Or both. I mean, obviously both in a pinch, but if crunchy. you get, if you have your preference, it's crunchy all day. Crunchy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what about pancakes or waffles? I think pancakes wow. with chocolate chips. With mm, chocolate chips. Choco chips. Yeah. Choco chips. I probably would take that over a waffle. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Jamie. You know, just I when I started to like Big it. on the blueberry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Blueberry what about pancake? a banana nut? What about banana nut pancake? How are we doing there? I'm not big on banana. No? I'd probably just do chocolate chip. Put mm. my bananas by himself. Otherwise, mm. waffle. Have you ever done the strawberry shortcake pancake gimmick with like the strawberry sauce and stuff? No. Am I the on only a one? pancake? Yeah, you just like whipped cream and strawberries on a pancake. It's quite that delicious. Good. Yeah, I mean, you know, can't go wrong. 
okay, nice. And then uh, Pam, back to you. Uh, Chevy Chase or Bill Murray? Ooh, I think Bill Murray. Yeah, yes. yeah. Only one person to date has said Chevy Chase. Two, two. Last yeah. week, and there was one other person. I, I unfortunately do not recall my brother in arms, but I believe. Well, I know one was Ian Hewitt, uh, and I'm dating us, but he's going to be airing next week. So Ian Hewitt, uh, the SpaceX guy, right? That's my guy. And then last week was Rick was on last week. The cop. Last week was oh Jared no Jared Quartz Brian Yeager. A, Brian Yeager was last week. Yeah, my jujitsu buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nice. All right. Well, you got two. The the chase assance isn't happening, pal. We're not going to get a puff assance chase assance. Broken clock is right twice a day. Yep, yep, yep. Even a garbage can gets a steak, pal. So all right, let's keep it moving then, Pam. Uh, when it comes. To theme parks, are you amusement park or water park? Amusement park. Very good. Very good. You want to stay dry. You don't like all the germs. Yeah. Yeah. She's nailing it. Uh, And then this is the big question, Pam. When it Mm -hmm. comes to eating wing, are you drums or are you flats? Drums. Oh, sorry. No, that was that's the right answer. That is (laughs) drums is the right answer, Pam. Oh, okay. (laughs) Great job. If it wasn't like for pancakes, it. you and Matt would agree on all accounts. I mean, I like waffles, but sure. I think because my dad, like on Saturday mornings, would make p- pancakes and he would always put chocolate chips in it. Kind of like stuck in my heart. Sure. Nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Waffles are a pain in the neck. They're harder yeah. to make w- than pancakes. Or highfalutin. I yeah. mean, a good good waffle is tough to crack. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Le- legit, I've only ever had good waffles at a restaurant. You tried to exactly. mute that, Justin. Yeah. But I know. Work. It slipped out. I tried. <laughs> I always turn my camera off instead. Yeah. Uh, okay, nice. So let's keep moving then. So like we said, on the show today, we have the beautiful Pamela Primrose. Uh, Pamela, right now, you are still a florist, or what is your exact title? I believe it's pronounced I'm a floral flaust. designer. What's that? It's a floust, right? A flaust. I'm a florist. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a floral designer, so I kind of work anywhere and everywhere and um i mainly am somewhere else so i i do all buying for one particular place so yeah floral designer excellent very good i usually say floral designer extraordinaire right but that sounds a little too that's what i was extraordinary you are pretty extraordinary yeah that's a podcast we are none of us are podcast extraordinaires i'll tell you that right now But all right, nice. So let's keep moving then. So I want to take it back to the beginning, Pam. So once again, thank you for being on the show. Uh, but where did where were you born and where did you grow up? I was born in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Grew up oh. in Newtown Square. Um, and went to college in Pittsburgh. Went to Carnegie Mellon. Oh, and then you know grew up, and here I am. And here you are. Very nice. Live- well, that's it then. That's our show. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> How, what more do you want from me? I'll, I'll tell you anything Delco, you want to know. Pittsburgh, Flaust. See you later. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So, okay. I will say this, Pam. Uh, talking to you, 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 I mean, at least from the short time we've been talking for the last 20 minutes or so, uh, you sound very, very well-spoken and you seem very polite. Not what I would expect from uh, someone from Delco, you know, <laughs> well, and you don't have an accent. You're not no, mediocre. I, I, I can I can do a Delco accent. I did spend a lot of like growing up. I remember saying to my parents, like what, like trying to spell w- water. And I'd be like, why? How, why isn't it W-O-O-D-E-R? Like water. We would say water. <laughs> and my mom's like, well, it's, it's a silent D. It's a, the T is silent. And, you, and so they tried to explain to me, but then I would watch like Action News and Jim Gardner would say, the water main broke or something. And I'm like, why are they saying it differently? So even as a child, I was like irritated by some of the sounds of the words. So I've always been very conscious of my dictation and how... I say things right um, as you should. I, I do find when I get tired, I'd slip into Delco a little bit more. <laughs> when you, when you yeah. toss back a couple cold ones, you got the Delco accent coming out a little bit, little bit. Yeah. yeah right, a little bit. Sure. Don't water ice. Hoagies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, cool. So you grew up there. Uh, did you do any like kind of sports or any activities as a kid? I was a cheerleader. Oh, dang. 
Yeah, I was a competitive cheerleader, and we went to nationals. We won our um, our regionals. We were really good. I was a I was a climber, so I was the girl on top. Whoa, you're the one getting yeah. thrown around. Yeah, at one time we went to cheerleading camp at um oh we were in gosh it wasn't Penn State it was, we went there too but we were in Lake Forest in the Poconos. And the there were like instructors that were like guy cheerleaders, yeah. and they're like, okay, let's pick someone, you know, to go. Like everyone picks somebody and to go up in a basket toss, and like that's when the guys hold their hands like this. There's you know a bunch of them, and they and they throw you up. And I swear it was the coolest thing because I was tiny, and these guys were huge, and they threw me up in the air. And I swear I watched the 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 level of the trees like I was above <laughs> the trees. <laughs> <laughs> my toe touched and it came down it was like i was like yeah but like i was so high it was just so fun and Aww. i loved being a cheerleader and i think that you know i do really try to uplift and encourage people still uh in my life and um you know i try yeah. to connect the right people together and yeah. bring joy when i can you, get, you do that, it you yeah. Good. yeah it comes through in your personality pam you're very bubbly and energetic it's great no i could totally see it yeah Totally see, uh, yeah, regional qualifying champion cheerleader for sure. Did you do gymnastics also? I did. I did, <laughs> um, like back handsprings and stuff like that, but never got the back tuck or the back layouts. But you know, right? I mean, not all of us are perfect. You know what I mean? Not all of us are perfect, and that's right. okay. Yeah. I'm okay with it. You're still an extraordinary. It was ex- still extraordinary. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you're doing cheerleading, everything like that, but you so. I know for me, right? Like, uh, I, I kind of, once you get to a certain age, like you want to work because I, at least for me is because I was sick of being told no, cause we don't have the money, which was mm-hmm. everything. So I was like, well, God damn it. I just want to get my own money then. So <laughs> I started working when I was 13, I was a busser and a dishwasher at an Italian restaurant, but you're in the same boat where you started working at the age of 14 and yep. get this, get this, Justin. She was a florist. You, yep. you started out as a blouse? Yes. Is it, I is work- it flowers? <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think so. All right. So just, Justin's just a dumbass. All right. I get it now. Am I? Though? Are you the? Well, a flute player is a flautist. I know. I know. Which uh, I think flute florist, at some point. You know, a lot of people pronounce it different. Let's right. pull the whole thing off. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, yep, go ahead. So I wanted a really expensive sweater. um, And my mom was like, I'm not buying that for you. That's $80. Like, why would I do that? (laughs) And she's like, I don't have $80 sweaters. Yeah, go to Marshall's. I sulked and um, on the way home, my mom said, well, you can get a job. And if you get a job, I'll split it with you. Like, okay. And so we were trying to figure out where I could work. And fast food was out because I had really nice skin. And my mom didn't want that to change. Neither did I. So she's like, well, how about the flower shop up the street? So we popped in, gave her my name and number. A couple of weeks later, she called me and was ready on Valentine's Day. And that's when I started. So I started like just cleaning up and processing flowers. And and um, and they made me use a vacuum. And I had not ever used a vacuum before. And there were some, you know, it was one of those canisters. And I was holding... I was holding the business end like this and I was pressing the buttons and all of a sudden it started to suck my hair. Oh, it was like a shop vac. It was like a, uh, it, it was like something luxe, whatever it was. It was like a very expensive yeah. one, but I had no idea. It had like flick, like little nozzles, not buttons. I had no idea how to use it. And I'm like, don't tell my mom I'm vacuuming because she'll make me do it at home. So, <laughs> so, but, but then, um, like one of the first things I ever worked on was these large topiaries just filled with floral for a wedding. And I was maybe like two to four months into working there and just learning like basic mechanics and how to build things for other people to design in. And um, I remember like turning to my boss because her and her sister were sitting there eating and her and her sister's like, looks like she's not doing your your base mechanics anymore. <laughs> You've got a new designer. So, um, so I was basically designing since i was 14 yeah and oh, i loved it so you kind of like we'll just say you were a natural right um for for all of those other people out there not me and not justin uh but a topiary oh it's basically um 
a pot on the bottom, a, like a, a stick or a trunk of sorts, and then a shape at the top. The shape happened to be round. Sometimes you'll see topiaries in gardens that are like shaped in conicals or spirals. But ah. this was a floral topiary and it was round at the top. And it was probably about like two feet wide at the top. So it was pretty big. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was taller than me at the time. Wow. So, um, yeah, I had to use a step stool to get to the top. So <laughs> I'm a little uh, short. Always was. All right. It's probably why you're such a good flyer and cheerleading, right? Yes, that's exactly correct. I was the smallest one. So they <laughs> threw me up in the air. Yeah. J- James, but, uh, do you deal with a lot of topiaries? Uh, no, no. We just do like uh, floral arrangements and stuff. Yeah. We don't. We don't do any like gardening stuff. No. Yeah, yeah. No, this was a floral arrangement, but it was just. It's also was like back in the eighties, so <laughs> this is a style that's not in style anymore. Right, right, right. right. So it was like baby's breath. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, it was roses. It was pretty. It was pretty. Yeah. 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 It was yeah, it went well with the big hair and the shoulder pads and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, the big the big bangs, of course. Yeah. The flock of seagulls look, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. So <laughs> nice. So okay. So you're 14, you're kicking ass as a florist, but you're still in school, right? And you're cheerleading, and obviously that's taking up a lot of your time because, like you said, you guys are regional champions, no big deal. Yep. Uh and then so like you're doing all that then you would eventually go to college right like you said mm-hmm. carnegie mellon went to carnegie mellon for product design yes and so okay. i did product design and some engineering classes and it was a lot i learned a lot about mechanics which actually i still use today oh wow mm-hmm. interesting so yeah. and then did you have a job while you were in college i worked at a flower shop when i was in college oh. i also was a ta i was a, a psych i was a psychology ta i was an ra and um and i worked at a flower shop it you know often like just really around the holidays when they needed help but wow. for the most yeah yeah so i was a very industrious person with a lot of energy yeah you were busy that's for sure yeah. man i don't know how you do it so okay so you're working at that flower shop everything's going good you eventually would graduate from carnegie mellon correct mm-hmm. and-, and then i would work in industrial design and i did that so product design and and yeah product design what uh hold on so what and what was your major in college was it product it's design? called industrial design but okay. it's also known as product design yeah okay cool and then okay so you're able to get a job in that field after college yes oh that's cool that's pretty yeah. lucky i had a few jobs in that field nice so yeah. uh like i said again for all the dipshits out there that don't know um, but what kind of work are you doing with industrial design? Well, um, the first job I had, I worked at the Franklin Mint and I was an artist on the table. So I would d- get to design things. And um, my, I remember hearing one time, I don't know if it was like on a TV show, but it was like, dress the part you want. And I didn't want to just be an artist on the table because I wanted to be in management. So I always looked really good and I dressed nice. And within like three or four months, they had me as an assistant to one of the managers or one of the art directors. I was assistant to the art director for weapons. So I got to, I know it's so fun. I i got to um, help design and art direct things like sabers and guns and what? hogging what? knives. And it was like, and I got to, I got to sit in on meetings with the owner who is Linda uh, Resnick. She owns FT, at least she did used to own FTD and um, I want to say the Palm Wonderful Company and, uh, and Franklin and Frank and Mint. So we would get like, you know, discounts on stuff if we wanted it, but uh, going into meetings with all the art directors and getting everything ready for presentations and stuff like that. And she was a tough cookie. And, uh, what um, wow! Yeah. What guns are the what guns are the mint making and like sabers yeah, I, and stuff? Are they? Making they like... would make like remi- like they would make re- like replicas of like a Remington or um like big long rifles. Like I know like John Wayne was ones? like they yeah. had a they had a lot of things that were like John Wayne esque, and they would yeah. have like like a then, repeater, right? Yeah, yeah or what? I don't remember all of them. There were so many. I mean, I used to be very well versed on old timey guns, but Would they make like the the military sabers, like the decorative sabers. Or... Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they oh, made one. Wow. Which one did they make? They made one, and I actually got it for my nephew because he was like so into 
King Arthur, but they made the um, Excalibur. Yeah. And it was like, so I was on that job doing like the art directing for like the handle and the gem and the the bobesh that the gem sat in and like all this other stuff. And then the artwork on this, on the, um, on the blade itself. It was, it was actually really cool. That is cool. Doesn't, don't mints just make money? I'm no, so confused about that. The, the mint. Fra- like a regular mint, like a, the national mint, like the mints, you know, like in D.C. and Philadelphia and all over, they make real coins for us to use as currency. But the Franklin Mint made like uh, collectible coins. So and I got to like I had friends all over. And so I would go upstairs into sculpting and I would hang out with friends up there and they would be sculpting. Oh, actually, I worked on a couple coins before I became an assistant to the art director. I have I have those like I have stuff that I had saved from that, but I remember working on like a Mickey Mouse coin. Um, it was like one of their like a certain anniversary or something. And I mean, you did all the artwork for it. It was really interesting. Would they? Wow. Um, would they yeah, be legal really tender? Good. Would they? No, be- it's not collecting. Collectible things are really not worth anything. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> you'd see like that. You know those. You'd see those infomercials later, like, like the the special edition silver eagle dollars or yeah. The- those I think have real monetary value but the things in the the franklin mint was basically collectibles they made dolls they made where's the franklin mint it's gone it's defunct now but um it used it used to be in media pennsylvania okay it's yeah Yeah. it's not the because the the franklin mint what's the name of the one in philadelphia isn't that called the it's it's just the it's it's i think it's the national the philadelphia mint yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you, when we were kids, I think we toured, there was a yeah. trip to the same. Franklin Mint. Yeah, yeah. same. It's so, like he did like Old City and like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. The Liberty Bell. The no, no, no. Bell. I'm talking about the place you used to work. In, oh, did, okay. Did, oh, yeah, they did tours. tours. That? Yeah, when I was yeah, in the school, we went to the actual Franklin Mint, not the one yeah, that was in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. They had a they had a museum that was a big round shape. Um, They bought, when I was there, they had purchased Jackie O's Pearls and I got to see them. I got to hold them. Jackie O's pearls. Jackie, Jackie O's pearls. The, okay. Her and they and they did replicas of her pearls for people to have. Um, and then they also had bought Princess Diana's pearl dress. Uh, if you if you want to Google Princess Diana pearl dress, it was a dress that was like just covered in pearls, and that thing was so heavy. And I got to see it in person and be right there with it. Was really it was neat. And the weird thing was they bought it before she passed away. And then while it was en route and after it had, it had basically just gotten to us in August, um, the, the year that she died, and then she died a couple weeks later. And so that dress that went right. up in value, they sold so many of those dolls and those, it was crazy, but I did get to see that dress. So it was kind of neat. And they had um, just so many really cool people working there and were so smart, so like knowledgeable about art and antiquities. And it was just really neat. It was just a cool place to work. Yeah, that must have been yeah. a really great experience, especially right out of college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of yeah. lucked and out I, there. Yeah, and I got I got to really use a lot of my manufacturing knowledge, you know, during that as well, saying like we can, you know, clamshell mold this, we can sand cast this. There's different types of uh manufacturing techniques to do. So when somebody wasn't sure how we would do something, I was able to say, we just it's fair yeah. that way. And that was predating 3D modeling. Well, it was like 3D modeling was on the cusp of just yeah. being, because in college, I got to do a, a little bit of 3D modeling my senior year um, because it had just come out. Now yeah. it's like there are people's local libraries. So, yeah. But it was like in the really rudimentary stages when you were in college, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very rudimentary. Okay. Justin, yeah. what were you going to say? I was going to say the concept of not only designing it, but then also figuring out how to mass produce it. Like, Correct. Yeah. You're like, all right, here's the design. And then now here's how we're going to make 10,000 of them. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you would have to make the design, then the mold, and then like, put it together in the machine each or even Correct. like wow that's fascinating did yeah. you work in any of that of like the production side of it as well um uh, no i did bas- basically mostly assisting the art director and mm-hmm. getting you know communicating um and helping with the adjustment of designs and so forth um presenting to linda the 
the owner. It's funny. There was this, there was this saying she would say, and she like, you'd, you'd have to embellish the edges with some sort of metallic color, you know, like gold or silver. And right. it, it, it was always like, when in doubt, she would say, when in doubt, make a gold. And <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when people are wondering, like, should I do silver or should I do gold? I'm like, take a gold. Gold <laughs> seems, I just, Linda's, you know, that little saying stays. Gold always head. works. That's the yeah. truth. Oh, yeah. But she was, she was a very difficult person to, present to and i know that all the um all of the uh art directors would be shaken in their boots and um but boy she knew what she was talking about she hey. knew exactly what she wanted to see and i loved watching her as a bulldog of a boss you know like yeah. she was she's like this firecracker that i just it's empowering right yeah it was like were we scared of her a little bit yeah, we were a little scared of her. Right. But, you were scared of disappointing her more than anything, though. Correct. Right? And yeah. and thankfully That's the woman that leadership. worked with yeah, the woman that worked that I worked with, um, she trusted me implicitly. I did all most of the work, but um she she was also she was a, one of the favorites too. So whenever we would walk in, she'd be like, Oh, hello, ladies. And we're <laughs> like, Oh, like, we had a little bit of a leg up there, but yeah. um, but it was it was really good. But it was it was nice because you know, you're working on such a fast pace and and having to having to work for a very demanding person makes you really think about every little detail to make it perfect so that there is no disappointing. Nice. So that I, I learned right off the bat. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Neat. Yeah. That's very cool. I, that's honestly I love that. That's one of the things I love about this show. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. We had no I like we had seen all that stuff millions of times, like all of us, and yeah. no idea like how the process of that happened. Now they get like an insight of that. That's the kind of thing I yeah. love about this show. It was it was great. Nice. It was really great. So okay, uh let's keep moving. It is now time for everybody's favorite segment. It's time for Jader's questions, ask me some questions. Jader's questions and no favorite segment. Jader's questions segment. Uh, Pam, Justin here is going to ask some questions and uh, okay. feel free to answer. Okay. All right. Justin, take it away. What's your most watched movie? Oh, great question. <laughs> so I would say my most watched movie, I'm almost embarrassed to say, but it's a great movie. It's Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. <laughs> you love that. <laughs> it's so like innocent and adorable, and you it like makes you feel good. The music is great. It is like it does. It, I mean, it's as a uh, as me, you know, not you. It's a silly, dumb movie. So uh, silly, but it's it does so have a couple parts that like it'll get you. It'll get you. <laughs> Watch it hungover on a Sunday. It'll get you. I. Like, I remember watching it. I was alone and I was just like chilling out, laying on the couch. And the scene when they're at their first rehearsal. No, no. The scene when they're on the on the first the first competition with the hamster wheel. Do you remember it? (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. Is this like a laughing out loud? It was. Is is, is this like a Will Ferrell movie? Yes. It's on uh, Netflix. What's it called? Eurovision. Eurovision. And it's a, it's this, a real contest. It's yeah, a real yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. So, I've never heard yeah. of this. It's called it's Eurovision Song Contest, then colon the story of Fire Saga. <laughs> That's the whole title. Yeah. <laughs> and this is on Netflix? Yes. It's on the flip. I've got to watch it tonight. It's Amy <laughs> Adams. So Not Amy Adams. What's Rachel? Rachel McAdams. McAdams. Yeah. yeah. And I love her. And he Rachel just... McAdams and Will Ferrell. And he... yeah. Will Ferrell does all the singing in that movie. And there's like a part where they're like, they all come together for a party. And a lot of, like the people that are in the song along when they sing are actually real Eurovision actual winners. Contest. Yeah, cool. So oh, it's kind cool. of cool. I I just love that. I do. I watch it. Yeah, like chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> if you got to start your own hate group, what would you pick? My own what? Hate group. My own hate group. <laughs> like hating like, one particular person. Like uh, I hate people who don't put their shopping carts back in the corral, <gasps> or yeah. like hating yeah. people who uh, I would have bumper hating, stickers. Hating people that drive slow in the left hand lane. Oh, that's great hate. That is great hate. Yeah, I I am. I would join that group. Same. I'm a pretty nice person, but you get in front of me on the left hand lane, and I am flicking my high beams at you. And I'm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just started the high beams thing. Justifiably recently. 
Yeah, most people don't even understand it. They're stupid. They're stupid. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if I you're mean, out they're there so, driving yeah. in the left hand lane, get the hell out of it and move over <laughs> middle yeah. or the right. You're going to go the speed limit or less. It's the it's called the passing lane. If you're not passing, get the passing fuck. lane. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We're doing a I, uh, um, we're doing yeah. a new poll. They're going to put a new person on the $20 bill. We're putting it up to you. Who do you want on it? Wow. Kanye West, right, guys? Paul Tagliabue, former <laughs> NFL commissioner. Ooh, pay him on the $20 bill? No, I would kidding. say uh, you put yourself on there, put whoever you, you want on there. You, you'd be more of a $100 bill, I like bill, it. Pam. You're oh, a $100 thanks. bill. I don't know. hundred. Uh, People got beef with Andrew Jackson. He's on the 20 on? correct? I don't yeah. know. It's usually somebody who's political, and I don't it's know. You. Anyone's you can put whoever you want. I'll tell mm-hmm. you, who's, you. I'll, I'll tell you who's not going on there, Justin. You know who's not going on there? Woody um, fucking Allen. Ted tell you that Kaczynski. right now. Oh yeah, Woody yeah, Allen not- is not going on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I'd put on the twenty dollar bill. Pick anyone. Yeah. Maybe Ted Danson. Maybe like Lionel Richie. There like, you go. That's under. a great one. Yeah. We're like really just like people who are like like entertainment national treasures. You know, for all, for all Stevie knows, he's already on the twenty dollar. Lionel Richie. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been tough. Stevie, you're on all the money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, robot Eye, like one eye or uh, robot legs? Robot legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're doing uh, terpiaries, you can just raise <gasps> up. I could, oh, I could God. like, inspector gadget go up higher. I wouldn't yeah. have to be on any ladders anymore. Yeah. That would be good faster. for you, man. My feet wouldn't hurt. My knees wouldn't hurt. Robotic legs all the way. Oh, my God. All the way. It was between one eye and two legs. Is what that, are you going to do question? with the eye? What do you yeah, get? Like, why do you get one? You can have, well, because like, you know, you don't have to have two fake eyes if you don't want to. So that way you can always have like an interpretation of like real life with a real eyeball. Sure. But your robot eye, you know, night vision, right. infrared. I would love. Separate. Would you yeah. be able to stream with the robot eye? I.e. Sure. like, like, say I'm looking at normal stuff with this one, but that this one, maybe this I want to watch Netflix or something, you know, like, come on. <laughs> robot eye's dope. Yeah. I mean, now you add more to it, but still, it's not legs. It's not you legs. Believe in, um, you believe in simulation theory? The, like, uh, the likelihood is that like if we live in a simulation that... Like we're in the Matrix? More likely that we're in a simulation than not in a simulation. Because only one generation would then go through real life, and all other generations after that would be in a simulation. So statistically and mathematically, it's more likely that we are than aren't. You like fall into that or no? Justin, yeah. what the fuck? No, this is real life. Dude? Because in no simulation would I have the back aches that I have. (laughs) Why would they do that? If it's a simulation, why not make it better? Where are all the back aches from? Yeah. From working as a florist. It's hard work. People don't know how hard it is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Physically, physically painful. We're pro florist on this show. All right. Florist (laughs) all the way. It's hard work. Oh, I I I can only imagine. Pam, do you uh do you have any questions for me? What do you do for a living? Dipshit. Yeah, I uh I deal with uh medical equipment and old people. Right. Oh, really? Do you design medical equipment? No, no, no. I uh bring it to them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, they... I guess so. But yeah, do you get to talk to the older people? Oh, and I sure do. Stuff? I'm one of the most personal people you ever meet. Oh, that's nice. Old people have a lot to offer. Some of They're them like love little... me, and some of them are awful. Yeah, you know, life is tough, and when you get to yeah. the point where you're so yeah, old, you can like tell I... me. My grandmother, when she was like 96, she died at like 103, 102. I had a and 103 the other day. Yeah. And she was like, I prayed and not every night for the good Lord to take me. I know uh, this lady was still... done. <laughs> and then and then I met another lady one day. Um, I was at a uh, uh, doing uh, doing something at a um, at an old person's home. I can't remember the name of it. And she came in. She's like, it's like she like literally went said she said the word bing and she was like so zingy and she's like I'm gonna feel that and like I won't be her when I grow and how up. How old like, is she? She's ninety-six. Yeah, see that's the thing. It's like two different ends of the spectrum. Those nine year olds are wild. It's it's like you said, like half of them are like, kill me. Yeah. And the other half are like, Yeah, every day's a blessing. You're like, exactly. get the hell out of here. It's it's funny how how so it's so I can understand. I mean, like, not everybody's a nice person and at, in their 30s, so they're not always gonna be nice when they're older, too. So yeah, if you're not chipper at, at 36, you're not gonna be a, a chipper 92-year-old. No. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So 
Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's keep it moving. We're going to our new segment. It's uh, Jamie. What are we going to call this segment? Oh, we never thought of a name. Professor. What about Jamie's jam session? I like that. No. Um, no, we don't like that. Okay, let's keep it moving. Uh, Jam-dubs questions part two. Uh, Jam-dubs question. Yeah, I like it. All right, it's time for Jam-dubs questions, Jam-dubs questions, Jam-dubs questions, another new segment. You gotta steal a different uh, campaign slogan. What are you, what are you talking about, we Justin? Could do, uh... What do you mean, steal? I made that <laughs> jingle up. That oh. was all me. Oh, okay. Fair enough. There's no, yeah, we were totally jam monetized me. on this show. What are you, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I couldn't come up with a jingle. Uh, but yeah, now it's time for everybody's really new favorite segment. It's Jam Dubs questions. Uh, Jamie here is going to ask some questions, Pam, and uh, you can give us some answers. It's going to be great. Uh, jam fair. Dub, take it away. So, Pam, have you ever had sex at work? No. Now, what? Not working for someone else. Well, good. You've had sex. No. Wait, 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 wait. You've had sex at somebody else's work. Well, you have sex at. Well, I owned my own shop. Ah. It's yeah. not like Physicality. I. That's not, work. Yeah. And, and I lived above my shop. Yeah. Sure. Still counts. Sure. Sometimes you want to go upstairs. Yeah. You know. You got busy at a place of work. I would say if you got busy at like uh would you consider getting busy at like a company? You know, holiday party. Would that be getting busy at work? Yeah. No. no you wouldn't absolutely. consider that? Well, no, you're not getting paid at the moment. No. It's not, it doesn't fall under work hours. Okay, so this has to be at work hours. Is this a work? Yeah, work hours, no. No. I'm too busy. I'm right. too busy. Sure. You're too busy like, to get busy. The last thing I'm thinking about is fooling around. Right. Sure. Making topiaries, getting... Yeah, to- topiaries <laughs> doesn't do it for you? Doesn't get you ready in the mood? Oh, my line was... Ever make out in a flower shop? <laughs> That's your pickup line. It was. I mean, like if he's in the room with me. It sounds lovely. It's my yeah. place. My place off the clock. Would you ask a lot of customers that? Or no, only if somebody I'm steaming. Oh, <laughs> that'll make you tips. Yeah, you'll definitely <laughs> be getting paid. I- I was a wedding florist, so most of the customers that came in were getting married. So <laughs> right, that was right, not right. a question I would ask anybody. Sure, for. sure. Once Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. You're not trying to yeah. break up any, you know. Yep. No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's bad for business, you know? No. Yeah, you, don't want to, you don't want to tear apart the wedding you're about to sell for. Yeah, I wouldn't make money like that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nice. Bottom line, not good for business. No way. Nice. Great first question, Jane. What do you got? So where's the where's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? Ooh. Say like the old 70s shows would do it. Where's How? the weirdest place you ever made Whoopi? <laughs> I will never call it Whoopi. <laughs> That's what Richard Dawson had to call it. Making Whoopi. Where'd you um, make Whoopi? What James, can you think of one though? What is something like instead of calling it sex, can you think of something else? Like a different um, one? Pinky pinky. Knocking boots. Yeah. Yeah. Bumping uglies, Wait, stretching I mean, elbows. I guess I don't really call it weird things. Bringing the cats to slaughter. <laughs> Getting busy. Getting busy. Yeah. All right. That That's works. a boring one. <laughs> it works. Where is the weirdest place you've ever gotten busy? Probably in the parking lot of my rock climbing gym. Cool. <laughs> in the back seat of the front seat, or not in a car. In the back seat. Was it pre or post workout? Was it a two door or a four door? A four door. We, we have so many questions. <laughs> it was just, just four door. And it, and was it was after. What color was the model of the car? <laughs> um. Yeah, that was probably the weird, the weirdest place. I mean, I'd have so to really rock think climbing about it. does it for you. Yeah, I used to rock climb. It was a lot of fun. Rock climbing and topiaries. That's the way to your heart, you know. <laughs> Man. So wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, we don't have to go into the details. Um, but so, uh, well, uh, my move was, I'll tell you this. I used to have a two-door Chevy Cavalier. Shout out, fan of the show, listener of the show. Uh, and what I used to have to do is that this was the move, right? Because I uh, I had a sex neck car bun, you know? And <laughs> so the move was, is that you put both seats all the way back, right? Like far back as you can go. Then... Okay. You take the the receiver, we'll say, and <laughs> the receiver will straddle the center console facing the back back seat, like putting themselves in the middle of the two. Oh, chairs, right. Okay, I see. 
and then the the giver would just slide in behind them and uh you know watch out for the the shifter and uh there you go that was my that's you never got like uh seat belts in the knees <laughs> no the seat belts <laughs> no like the buckle in, in the seat oh. and you kneel oh my god maybe the maybe the receiver did but the giver did not me oh. i dodge durango i didn't have any of those issues no must be you do you could have put in five mattresses in the back of that <laughs> i would leap back there <laughs> you're like i'm gonna bungee into the back seat <laughs> man you kidding me uh nice jame what about you any car stuff oh yeah but like i don't know if like i don't know if i've just changed as a person but i hate car sex now yeah I would so uncomfortable you're an, you're an adult I don't know how I ever did it. I had a boyfriend that, like, we both lived with our parents, so, like, it was always in the car. Yeah. And I just did it, and I... When you're in high school and stuff, like, I mean, this is... I mean, like, you would just go anywhere and be like, let's fool around in the car, yeah. you know? That's all you yeah. could do, you know? Except for my mom. She didn't care. Yeah. I'm not she let us, like, have uh, yeah. girls sleep over and stuff. I've become like, such an adult now, it doesn't even, like, happen in the living room. I'm like, can we go upstairs? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do it. Like, I like this couch. Can we do it? In the, come on. Let's keep it all in one area. Let's. We're not adventurous anymore here. Come on. You know? And I want to be comfortable afterwards. And, you know, I, <laughs> I need some, I need somewhere to cry where no one can see me. It's yeah. just a whole thing. Not 15. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jam, great questions thus far. Keep it going. Have you ever pegged anybody? <laughs> what is it? Pegged anybody? Pegged? I got pegged. Like, fuck the guy in the ass. Oh, no. I have you got to try it. So how do you do that? You put on a strap on and you got to ease it in. Because if you don't, it'll hurt. You can't just jam it in. So not done that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's my like, favorite would thing allow to do. that to happen. Whoa, What's your favorite thing to do? We have a whole. Hold on. Let's, I'm sorry. Yes, but yes, we, we on, uh, Pam, we're all let, learning this with you, Pam. <laughs> Pam, I'll let you know. First time we're hearing this. Just an FYI. <laughs> Um, like, okay. It doesn't surprise me coming from Jamie. No, I have not. J Jamie, um, I thought don't I don't knock it till you try it. Jamie, I thought oh, I no loved it before. You. We all just have questions. Right. I didn't even know what it was called. <laughs> so, uh, Jamie, let's uh, let's just can I just egg out a couple uh, details here, iron out a couple details. So. Uh, you're a woman, you uh, throw on a strap on, which for those that don't know is a fake dick. And then you, uh, you lube it all up, yeah, right? You gotta lube it up real good. Lube it up real good. And how big of a strap we talking here? Like this is a pretty big hefty guy or? We're talking a smart water bottle? <laughs> well, it depends, <laughs> depends on bottle. personal preference, really. Uh, personal when preference. I did it, it was probably like slightly smaller than average like regular penis he wasn't so a size queen just, okay so it was a justin all right and no, i think that's uh as a man who's slightly shorter than average height it would probably be a matthew <laughs> as a man who's slightly above average height you said slightly smaller not a lot smaller right yeah, not a lot. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. So it yeah yeah it wouldn't be me yeah, i'd be ashamed of no what i'm 511 yeah. guys come on you know? i mean for like for like beginners you want to go small i have the most right. important question that i need to be answered right now is it missionary style or doggy style doggy style oh! <laughs> so you i mean you could probably do anything you wanted but i mean you can i just want to james 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 do you ever been missionary you ever james james you're prison raping a guy basically it's not prison yeah i mean he wanted Consensual. it so it was he consent, he he asked for it yeah, Actually, it's really funny. On, you can't put on a strap on and it not be consensual. Like, hey, what are you doing over there? Like, <laughs> Hold over on here. one second. I'm putting on this tool belt. Yeah. I think he knows what's going to happen. So Surprises actually, here. The story is actually really funny because it was and like, what? Like, did you have it or did he have it? He had it. That's yeah, that funny. makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. He had it. Was it. His. So you, it was you his. weren't you weren't the first one that pegged. Yeah, you're you're not just showing up to dudes' houses with that on you. No, so I was like a guy I knew from high school, and I hadn't talked to him in like five or more years. And then he hit me up randomly. He's like, "Oh, so my girlfriend just broke up with me, but I just bought this new strap on. Like, do you mind coming over and fucking me up the ass?" And that's sure. the first dialogue you had had in a long time. Mm-hmm. In like uh, five or more years, I know he just hit me up. He just hit me up randomly the other day and asked me if I wanted to buy like admission to a sex club from him. And I'm like, what? 
I he's like on meth or something. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, Jane. I mean, number. Yeah, I gotta save in case he texts okay. me so I can ignore it. James, uh, real <laughs> quick, content. Real quick, James. But I'm. I want you to tell your story. But before we do, uh, did he ask you back to do it again? Um. Yeah. Like. Well, actually, see, the thing is, he was like, okay come over and do this to me. I have some Molly. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'll go over and do some Molly. Well, it was meth and he knew it was meth. So um, I didn't talk to him for a really long time after that. Cause I was like, I was like awake for three days, all paranoid, (laughs) like making a plan to run away from these people that are giving me meth. So he's just like a really big scumbag. Yeah. That's really shitty. Yeah. Big look for a guy who wants his ass blown out by you. He really acted out of also like, you blew his ass out on meth. I know. No, I you know. You must have destroyed this guy. Oh like, yeah, we had to stop because I was going. I was going too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun while it lasted. I mean, Pam, but Jay, Pam, Jay. I did not know this is where your episode was going. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, lie to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pam, look, I... a meth, a meth guy getting his back blown out. I didn't see it coming. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought <laughs> Flaust was gonna be the funniest thing that came up today. Not even close. <laughs> But uh okay they said it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Come on the pocket. We'll support it's your friendly. business. Yeah, it's friendly for all. That's probably okay. that's probably Every my customers. favorite sex story to tell. All right. Well, James, we've we've procrastinated enough, James. Please, can you please what about please. what? Tell us the story of the pegging. Oh, yes, okay. So he gave me meth and told me it was Molly, and then um and then you were I all was- amped up. Yeah, it was amped up. I was like running around his house. Like it was so empowering. It felt like what it feels like to be a man. And I just like, <laughs> but like I said, uh, Do you I, now get it why guys like it so much. Yeah, you totally I've, get it, right? I've, I've this whole time. This was back in like 2015. I'm still on the hunt for a guy that will let me peg him. <laughs> like, I want to do it so bad. It was so chasing much the, fun. Chasing the dragon, not of meth. No. Fuck the mess. Have you wait? Have you pegged another guy since? No. She's on a mission. Uh, you can send Sucks. your email to Working Perspective Podcast. I mean, People... anyone listening, uh, Jam- uh, Jamie, will put your uh, will put your Instagram in the description of this episode. Anyone listening that wants Jamie to blow their ass the hell out, uh, DM her. Yeah, I'll I'll try to go slow and ease it in. But you can't. You Just can't. don't give me math. Wow. Wow. But yeah, so uh I had one the one guy, remember the guy I was telling you about with like my friend who uh Yeah, the one that taped you and did all that stuff. Yeah. So he begged me for like years to peg him. But at that point I wasn't hooking up with him. I didn't want to. So I kind of gave up that chance, regrettably. Because I wish I could. I'll tell you, your taste in men is just flawless. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have really good taste in men. Uh, definitely, one I know of how them. to pick them. Uh, all right, sorry, we got weird there with that one, uh, James. Let's move <laughs> on to the next question because I'm probably gonna have to dice that one up a little bit. But uh, okay, go ahead. Oh shit, I forgot. I was asking questions. Hold on. Um, what is something you wish your you and your partner could try in bed? Are you asking me? Yes. Is it pegging now? <laughs> oh God, no! I wouldn't. I wouldn't think to do that. Um, a little spanking. Oh, Ooh. I like that. Ooh, little right. spank. Little you spank. You spank him or him spank you? Uh, maybe both. Maybe Ooh. both. Yeah, spanks for oh. everybody. Why not? <laughs> Tie each other up and stuff. Meanwhile, he's like on the other side of the room going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it. Uh... <laughs> oh, sounds good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> he's Thanks going out that. to get the strap <laughs> on right now. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, man. All right. Uh, okay, James, keep going. This segment legit is the best segment we've ever done. Keep going. <laughs> What's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? Um, <laughs> I, I, I waxed someone's rear end once oh for like sexual pleasure (laughs) no to you know just to clean it up and make it make it edible (laughs) (laughs) oh really is that what it's for a little kinky i've heard that the the uh i've heard the b-hole waxing isn't that bad that it's for both sexes i've i've had bikini waxes where it's like 
the whole thing and that's the least painful part. that's what I've, I've it's the front mound for both genders that is the most brutal yeah <laughs> right my, up, esthet- right? I, my esthetician would laugh at me because i was so dramatic about it like <laughs> i want to get the i want to get the old backdoor waxed i it would probably cut down a wiping time by like uh 40 percent that and, and a I, bidet he bidets are great uh, too day, i want a bidet. bidet i have one it's incredible I'm a, I'm a wipes guy too. You gotta go wipes. I think Pam's the one that convinced me I wanted a bidet. Actually, I've convinced so many people to get a bidet. I've had I installed it. Like, I love it. <laughs> My wife's European, so it's just a thing, you know. Yeah. Cleaner. It's. I mean, yeah, duh. Much more sophisticated. Right. You know. So yeah, I, yeah. I was once asked. I didn't go, but I was once asked if I wanted to go to a tickle party. Ooh, yes. That sounds fun. I had a bride and groom that came to me and they were a a nice couple. Like, you know. You said a bride and groom? Yes. They were were in front of me and I I was asking them to describe their wedding. And they said, uh, like, romantic, gothic, Jewish. And then and then I'm asking them, I'm like, how did you guys meet? Because like at the time I was on match and and they're like, we met online. I'm like, oh, really? What dating site? And I'm just like <laughs> bright-eyed and innocent thinking like, oh, maybe love will find me someday. And, they're like, and they looked at each other and they're like, probably like, oh, this again. They're like, we met on the SMBD site. And I go, <laughs> and I'm like, what's, and I didn't even know what SMBD could be because I'm thinking of it in like a dating absence. Yeah. And then they're like, data, massacre, bondage, and domination. And I go, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, you like feathers? <laughs> because she, we're talking about her bouquet. And so, like, I put, like, uh, big ostrich plumes in her bouquet. And they were like, you know, like, and I was like, and I was like oh, I'll put this in there. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we love you. Like, because I didn't judge them at all. And so they were on, like, a kind of a payment plan. I think they did that so they could, like, pop in every now and then. Right. And they came in once, and she, they're like, do you want to go to a tickle party, Memphis? And I was like, oh, a tickle party. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, I mean, it sounds fun. Working that night. <laughs> I'm like, I said, you know, I think maybe I won't, <laughs> but thank you for the invite. Aww. And I always wondered, like, what is a t- what do they I mean, I think I know what they do at a tickle party, but I'm always like, if I had gone, that probably would have been the kinkiest thing I had ever done. But I I did not go. And I wonder like if they were more attractive, would I have said yes? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, maybe attractive people will get people to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Do you regret saying like, no? Yeah. Pardon? Do you regret saying no? No, I do not regret saying no. Right. Yeah, but if it was Brad Pitt, he was like, you want to go to a tickle party? Even I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I think I do. Yeah, totally. It would be there. Ugh, it'll hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> if, tickle if, me with those dreads ears, Lenny. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been the kinkiest. But um, I, I, I forget your question. I totally answered the question I wanted to answer. <laughs> I think you did answer the that question. That was the question. Was the, yeah. Okay. All right. What else you got, Jane? I think I'm out of question all right uh wrap it up with do you have any questions for me do you have any questions for me pam Mm. gosh i i didn't come prepared to ask to ask you why does he always tell me that it's rude that i ask the guests is my last question do you have any questions for me he's always like you don't have to answer and now (laughs) we're like hey do you have any questions for me it's fun and well it is much more interesting now that we found out that uh jamie's getting high on meth and pegging dude so like right right she have questions for her and we know right. she would do it again and again i, I preference that she's like the pegging not the meth she's, no not yeah. the meth i preference that by yeah. anti-meth yeah. yeah i don't know how people actually do meth for fun voluntarily i wonder like is like would testosterone pills give you the same like manliness feeling that meth did I don't think anything I, will give you the feeling meth does. <laughs> no, <laughs> it'll definitely make me feel manly though, yeah. at some point. Um, uh, I think just I, having a dick on makes me feel manly. Like, that's what did it. I'm a, I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan of it. Next time we work so we can watch swing around. It wasn't <laughs> mine. I think I gotta get one. That's what will like increase my chances of being yeah. able to do it. You just gotta pull it out. The next time you're with a guy. Yeah, that's like, the Look, thing. 
You might you might like what we're doing now, but wait till you try this, bro. You're gonna have to find a dude who already has one. Yeah, I know. Versus, I... like, if you show up with one, you could probably trick a lot more dudes. Oh, you life. could talk a dude into uh, anything. Well, like, can we have sex it. after? And you're like, yeah, yeah. I fuck you, then you fuck yeah. me. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's then then that, he... definitely bang a couple dopey dudes. Dude, that's the that's. But honestly, you would have to say it like that, Jamie, because that's how he would justify it to his friends. Because yeah, exactly. he could be like, dude, I got to fuck her after she fucked me. Dude, bro. Bro, it's great, dude. Yeah, it's 2023. Dude, bro, it's awesome, man. Dude, it's totally, I'm a badass, bro. Yeah. Hold for hold. Let's buy crypto. You know? That, that's going to be my new pickup line. I fuck <laughs> you, you fuck me. 50-50. We just split it right down the middle. Yeah. Bo-ho right. Bo-ho. Since 2023, it's yeah. equality now. Yeah. Hey, equal rights. Gender equality. Damn right, Jam. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. uh, that was James. What do you think about? I mean, let's let's throw this out as a consensus. I was thinking this too as a Jamie segment question, right? If we're doing this, do we want to ask people uh, when and how they lost their virginity or no? Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta write down notes because I can't I can't think of this stuff on the spot. Okay, I already had questions, but I'll I'll write these down. I gotta think of them during the week. All right. Uh yeah. Well, uh, hopefully I remember to send you this. But yeah. Well, okay. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. All right. We we're already passing questions. We're we're already we're already past it though. So Pam, you don't have to answer that question. Oh, okay. All right. Well, oh, Jamie, yeah. feel, feel free. I kind of want to know. I kind of want to know. Leave Pam alone. When did you want to? When did you lose your virginity, Pam? If you're comfortable. I was, I was in my teenage years, okay. and it was just with the guy I was dating, and that was that. Was it yeah. to the VHS of Men in Black? Because that's how I lost mine. No, but you know what was really weird? <laughs> it was down near the Chesapeake Bay in Maryland, and yeah, and I think that's where they were like test piloting the. Um, what are those really silent planes? The stealth bombers? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, there yeah. was some weird stuff going on in the sky. We were like, this is not right. <laughs> I should not be doing this. I'm totally freaking out. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I got lost. I remember that more than the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. You're like, I lost my virginity and got anal probed in the same night. <laughs> Are yeah. you aliens around here? Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations. Good for you. I did it. Yeah, you did it. Great job. I will say, I mean, is there, I know this, I'll, I'll, let's ask you because you are women and you might know something about this, but for men, the pressure to lose your virginity in, in high school, it's like unreal the amount of pressure you're under. To have sex with a girl or to just trick a girl into having sex with you. <laughs> right. But I, mean, is there... I felt that way. I literally lost my virginity and didn't have sex or hook. Like, I didn't have sex for another three years after that. I literally just did it to, like, be like, I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah. Here's the proof. Dude, honestly, that's all I want to do so people can stop making fun of me for not having had sex you know it's too, i don't it's... think i don't think i felt pressure but like all my friends were doing it so i just felt like i wanted to fit in so i did it right like i wanted to be like them i, I mean, loved the guy so for me it was like oh you know it was good special you, was he the captain of the football team no he was not disappointed no. <laughs> you are really sincere about that no man. he wasn't he was the chess captain Thank you. yeah 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 he was on Probably. the debate team was, i mean looking he was a year older he was like in a year above me and now that like looking back on it like he was a super gooper <laughs> like i should not he was not like it was yeah I, you regret you regret I the person saved it for someone version. better <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't love him anymore yeah you should have tried the lacrosse guy yeah no he's a super weirdo still so yeah i mean is he into pegging hook him up with jamie <laughs> probably <laughs> but you'll Send never get rid way. of him oh is he the stalker was he the stalker he's not the stalker but he did try to like he was sliding into my DMs like on Facebook a few years ago, and I was like, "You need to like not talk." Like I, I had to block him because I was, and I, t- we, I touched texted our, our mutual friend. I was like, "He won't stop texting me," and he texts me like late at night, and he and he's like, "Hey, hey, cutie," and I'm like, "I'm not your cutie." Like leave me the hell alone. I literally blocked him because I was like, "This is just gross." He was the internet is so not serving now. you well. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I'm fairly blase about the about how, social media. How many stalkers have you had, Pam? Oh, just the one. 
just the one, one. and, and then that be, guy be, be honest pam be honest when the stalker was gone you were kind of flattered <laughs> right you, you, you were flattered right <laughs> you were flattered be honest no because i had already moved on at that point like i i was dating the man i'm with now and i was like leave me alone like don't, i don't want you to don't miss being messaged at 3 30 a.m in the morning <laughs> You don't be, yeah. You don't miss the message of like I'm watching you sleep right now. You know, you don't like you don't like a nice twelve thirty eight a.m. How was your day? Yeah, no, I do not miss that one bit. You're lost, Pam. Yeah, (laughs) I lost. He's probably somewhere just crying into the paper bag that should have been put over. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) getting pegged. He's somewhere pegging it out. No big deal. So be pegged, Jamie. I, you know, sure I could take up his number somehow. Hey, uh, send it my way. Nice. Okay. I, a, I need a stalker. I think I need a stalker. <laughs> All right. nice oh, guy. Jamie, you, we keep up the pegging talk. You're gonna have stalkers. Oh, <laughs> for sure, Jamie. For sure. I cannot wait. You're gonna have guys banging at your door. Oh yeah. my god, this I can't is, wait. We're, we're going to have to change the name of the show to Pegging Perspective. The Pegging Perspective. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah, we already know who next week's guest is. And by the way, it's it's just Pegging Talk. With <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. This just a couple questions. I'm sorry, Pam, that we opened up Pandora's box on your episode, but I have Peg- questions about Vaseline versus box. lube. We have yeah. so many things to find out. I don't yeah. remember the kind of lube we use. Definitely right. probably wasn't Vaseline, though. No. I think he took care of that. He was like a pro at yeah, it. Yeah, it was tears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Probably. Yeah. yeah, it was the memories of his childhood. That was right. the lube. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are coming to the top of time. But before we get out of here, Pam, I do want to talk about what you got going on right now. So if you could uh, relate us, where are you working now? What is your job? And you said you own a flower shop still? No, I used to. I sold my business like 12 plus years ago. God bless I try you. to tell that to all the people that text me about business loans still. <laughs> I'm, I sold my business ages ago. Um, I am, I do a lot of freelance, but I work mostly at a very large event company and we are so crazy busy right now that it is exhausting, but we're all going to get through it and crank out some pretty work and Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. So, I get so I get to work with a lot of really great people. So oh. that's one of the things that I love about it. Are, are you doing wedding planning? Is that like, or is it all? No, I do. Uh, the The company that I work for is called Pencora, okay. and they um, are fantastic, and they'll do everything for an event. Um, they do you know, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, but we are very um, visually focused on all the like decor de- details so we'll do draping we'll do uh furniture we have so much furniture gorgeous furniture um we run things out to a few people um as well uh but for the most part it's just people that i know because i know we can trust them with our stuff nice. um but uh i do the floral end of it so what happens is my boss will sell a job and um she'll consult me on some of the things like pricing and ideas. Then we, when they finally get the job, I get the proposal and then I work the numbers so that I can order the flowers and do the design in my head so that um, when the time comes, we have designers come in and most of the time I'm in the room with them designing. Sometimes I'm like, here's the paperwork and (laughs) do it. And I got to go finish ordering for another job. So yeah, well, it's, it's fun. Sometimes that like last week we had some gorgeous flowers and I just didn't get a chance to design, but oh. it's okay. I, you know, it, it, it all works out. Everything was beautiful. Yeah. There'll be other times for more flowers. Oh, yeah, you know? plenty. I got lots of flowers coming next week. Oh, that's great, man. I'm so happy that you love what you do. That is honestly, that is such a blessing. People don't even is. realize how much of a blessing that is. It, but... it really is. It's it's physically demanding, but like from, you know, and it can be stressful sometimes, but we really love, like, I love the end results. Lovely. It's beautiful. The clients are happy. We have a lot of repeat clients, which is great. Oh. And because uh, we do a lot of corporate work. Um, so, and not as many weddings as like Jamie gets to do weddings, like nearly every weekend. And Just I like love, always do. Yeah. And then. And then, uh, so I get to work with Jamie sometimes, like when my, when, when we start to, you know, taper down on uh, the amount of jobs we're doing, then I'll do some, uh, freelance work for other people. So I get to work with Jamie sometimes and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, okay. 
So we are coming towards the top of time. Uh, Pam, I think Justin and Jamie and I are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing okay. to come back on. Sure thing. I'll come back on. This was so much fun. You not were... on pegging night. I don't want to. <laughs> I will have no, to. No, uh, next time. Actually, for, for your next episode, we're going to talk about sounding, which is where uh, men oh. put things into you, oh. their urethra. Oh, yeah. my God. That'd be so painful. Yeah. So yeah. look forward to that next episode. Yeah. Uh, d- just to let you know, Pam, uh, every night from now on is going to be pegging night. So there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no, one out there's no escaping. Yeah. Pegging night is here to stay. But uh, we are coming towards the top of time. Like I said, Pam, is there anything you want to say to the Pamela Primrose faithful before we get out of here? Uh, are there Pamela Primrose faithful people out there? Uh, there's a lot yeah. of Pamela yeah. people. And there's definitely one, but uh, I believe you he has a restraint. I believe he has to stay 500 <laughs> feet away blocked. from you at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's been blocked. You can't come in within <laughs> 300 feet. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. No, and, thank um, you. You saved us. Again. Yeah, oh, a lot of fun. Can't wait to have you back. Very nice. I had awesome. no idea what I was getting myself into, but I tend to do that sometimes. It was a lot of fun, though, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was crazy. Dive yeah. on in. Dive on in. Nice. Uh, Jam Town, Jammers, Jammeroonie, Jim Jam, Jim Bob, Jam Dub. Uh, what do you got to say to the Jammerama Dammoth faithful before we get out of here? Um, not much. Just thanks for coming and saving us tonight, Pam. You're the yes, best. The best. And I can't wait to see you at Fabulous Laura. Oh, nice. Uh, Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson. Uh, what do you got to say for get the get it? I enjoyed myself extraordinarily. Dive on in. <laughs> well. Speaking of diving on in, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Lee Iglesias, and our special guest today is the one and only Pamela Primrose. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Dicky Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com and please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you.